0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 10th of February. In your Squeeze today, Crown Resorts found not suitable to hold a casino licence. Trump's second impeachment trial kicks off, Eddie steps down and a few things to watch. This is your Squeeze today. Yesterday Claire an inquiry into Crown Resorts revealed they're not fit to hold a gambling license at their newest venue at Barangaroo in Sydney. The report was conducted by former Supreme Court judge Patricia Bergen for the New South Wales Independent Liquor and Gaming Authority that was after serious claims of money laundering
1: and links to criminal syndicates at their existing casinos in Melbourne and Perth. Those claims really took off in 2019. There had been reports well before that, but it was reports that really surfaced in 2019 that saw this take off and saw regulators want to look into it further. Of course, it came at a crucial time in New South Wales with the Barangaroo Casino that was being built by Crown Resorts. If you're in Sydney and you come over the Harbour Bridge, it's the really big glittering building that has been rising and rising into the sky over the last few years.
0: Yeah, from wherever you are on the harbour, it's certainly very hard to miss. The report said, Claire, that Crown's culture of corporate arrogance was a big part of the problem. Of course, James Packer is a major
1: owner of Crown Resorts,
0: 36.7%.
1: Yes, and he, of course, came to the attention of many when he gave evidence to that inquiry late last year. What Commissioner Bergen has recommended for him is that he sells down a big chunk of his shareholding uh, unless he receives approval from a newly formed regulatory body to hold on to his current shares. He was seen as an influence across the organisation that meant that holding a licence was something that she wouldn't recommend.
0: She also said that CEO Ken Barton, this is the quote, demonstrated that he has no match for what is needed to lead or be associated with a casino operator. Claire, big questions now about what happens to Crown Resorts
1: and particularly that casino at Barangaroo. Well, first things first, this is just recommendations to government. The government has to have a look at it and make its decision about what the final word is. But there's certainly at the moment no way that Crown can open that casino unless they do a whole heap of things that have been recommended and that includes tidying up their corporate governance, allowing audits into its anti-money laundering measures and also looking at who is involved with the top leadership of that company.
0: Yeah, yesterday, New South Wales Minister for Gaming, Victor Dominello, said the government will consider its recommendations very carefully before providing a formal response in due course. A bit of news from that group of scientists who are in China as part of the World Health Organisation inquiry into the origins of the coronavirus. Late yesterday, they said viruses similar to COVID-19 can be detected in many animals, but they haven't found
1: the direct link between animal to human transmission. Yeah, they're there working with Chinese officials and what they said is they haven't detected what they call a natural reservoir of COVID-19 in any animal and that means that animal to human transmission transmission of a coronavirus probably happened at some point, but it's then evolved in humans and then spread from there. So still some questions about nailing it down. A direct link to COVID-19 as a strain hasn't been found.
0: Yeah, the leader of that World Health Organisation team though did say that the theory that it was a leak from a Wuhan lab is extremely unlikely. Over in the US, and Trump's defence kicked off his impeachment trial today, Claire, by arguing it's unconstitutional to impeach a former president.
1: Yep. And they also say that he shouldn't be on trial because he's just a plain old citizen these days. Uh, They say that he didn't incite that violence, but the Democrats, of course, say that he did and that he should be punished for that. And that's why they're going through this trial. Spoiler alert, he's not going to be found guilty (laughs) because the number just aren't there. But come what may, uh, it's probably a good thing that Trump's legal team are getting some exercise in. There seems to be more inquiries on the way. One has kicked off yesterday in Georgia over his efforts to overturn the result there. it said that that impeachment trial would probably take little more than
0: a week. As for new President Joe Biden, he said he's not paying much attention and isn't going to comment on the trial at all. Over to Myanmar again today, and it's currently seeing the largest demonstrations for more than a decade in protest of that military coup early last week that ousted the elected government and their leader,
1: Aung San Suu Kyi. They're into their fourth day of big demonstrations in Myanmar. Authorities overnight have stepped up in the capital and fired rubber bullets at the crowd. They've also used tear gas and water cannons. One woman has been seriously injured. Reports say those demonstrations are set to continue even though authorities have put in place nighttime curfews and a ban on large public gatherings. We were deep in this yesterday, Claire recording a squeeze shortcut on
0: what's happening in Myanmar. That'll be out tomorrow. Eddie Maguire, the outgoing president of Collingwood Football Club, is outgoing more quickly, immediately. In fact, he announced yesterday that he would be resigning from that top job. He's been in that job since he was 34 years old, since 1998. This Claire has come after his response to that internal review conducted by the club that found it to have a problem with systemic racism.
1: Yeah, there were plenty of people yesterday, particularly at the top of the AFL, who thanked him for his 22 years at the league's biggest club Richard Goiter who's the AFL's commissioner said that he left the club a better place than when he started but of course there was that wave of intense pressure that came after that scathing report was released last week and Maguire's opening line of his press conference to release that report was that it was a proud day for the club.
0: He said yesterday during that resignation that that comment saw him become, and this is the quote, a lightning rod for vitriol, and that he placed the club in a position where it is hard to move forward with the implementation of our plans in clear air. I think what's for sure Claire is with a profile like Eddie Maguire's, it won't be the last we hear of him.
1: I would doubt that very much.
0: He'll still be on hot seat.
1: (laughs) Some space news now, and it's busy up around Mars this time of year. Lots of traffic around Mars. The United Arab Emirates have become the first, though, of three missions to make it to Mars. They've just done that overnight. It's a really big day for the UAE. It's the first time they've done any major space mission like this. So lots of national pride there. Uh, China also has a rover that's heading there. They want to land on the surface in May and search for signs of life. And America has also uh, got a mission that's there in the next few days. They're also planning on landing on the surface to get rocks and then bring them back to earth for investigation.
0: That's called the Perseverance Mission. As I said, lots happening up there. A couple of things to watch now. First, a doco about Britney Spears is doing the rounds. I've certainly seen headlines about this. It's been pulled together by the New York Times and it's all about the pop star's court battle with
1: her father for control of her estate. Yeah, I didn't know the New York Times did documentary films but they have released one just in the last few days and like you, Kate, I just saw lots of buzz about that. It seemed to be popping up a lot and there's lots of A-listers who are reaching out with that free Britney hashtag and yeah, what it is, is an exploration of that arrangement that she has with her father in control of her affairs.
0: It's called Framing Britney Spears. It's not available in Australia yet so sorry we're telling you about it but you can't watch it, I'm sure sure it won't be long. Also, Claire, Australian director Jen Pedem's doco about the Sherpa who climbed Everest with Sir Edmund Hillary, the first man to do so, has been handpicked by the Obamas to be part of their
1: production slate with Netflix. Which kind of makes sense given their production company is named Higher Ground. There seems to be a lot of alignment there. (laughs) I hope
0: and I'm sure the Obamas picked her for reasons more than that. I'm going to watch that one. Sounds
1: good. Right up my alley. Yeah, for sure. Squeeze the day, Claire. We're down in Canberra. On the National Press Club circuit today is a group of epidemiologists and immunisation experts. So it'll be interesting to hear what they have to say about the World Health Organisation team's findings.
0: Absolutely. Who would have thought a couple of years ago we would think that would be a fascinating press club, but uh, it <laughs> certainly is. That's all from us today. Thank you, as always, for listening in. We say it every day, but we really do mean it. And we'll be back with you tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Superannuation can sometimes feel like just another overwhelming life admin chore. But as a member of Aware Super, you'll have access to lots of free online tools to help you, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you might need for retirement and comes with an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.